Welcome to the Align Nutrition Podcast, a place where eating doesn't get in the way of living. We use science and psychology to move past the challenges you face while healing your relationship to food. I'm your host, Erica Drury, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating counselor. For the past 10 years, I've been helping people like you find a happy medium of flow and balance with eating. If solving these issues were easy, you would have figured it out already. Expect to learn a new way. Each week, you'll hear trainings, listen in on mini coaching sessions from people on your same path, and learn from other guest professionals. I'm so glad you've joined me. Hey there, welcome to the Align Nutrition Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about diet culture and how it relates to guilt with eating. Diet culture is a sometimes invisible force that for many of us impacts how we think about food, our weights, and ourselves. So first and foremost, what is diet culture? I'm going to borrow a definition of diet culture from Christy Harrison. She is the host of the wonderful Food Psych podcast and author of the book Anti-Diet. She is a leader in the non-diet weight-inclusive space, and she defines diet culture as a system of beliefs that worships thinness and equates it to health and moral virtue, which means you can spend your whole life thinking you're irreparably broken just because you don't look like the impossibly thin ideal. Diet culture promotes weight loss as a means of attaining a higher status, which means you feel compelled to spend a massive amount of time, energy, and money trying to shrink your body, even though the research is very clear that almost no one can sustain intentional weight loss for more than a few years. Diet culture demonizes certain ways of eating while elevating others, which means you're forced to be hypervigilant about what you're eating, ashamed of making certain food choices, and being distracted from pleasure, your purpose, and your power in life. Diet culture oppresses people who don't match up with its supposed picture of health, which disproportionately harms women, Femmes, trans folks, and people in larger bodies, people of color, and people with disabilities, damaging both their physical and mental health. So how does this definition of diet culture relate to food guilt, and why are we talking about it today? Without diet culture, we would not have learned to feel guilty eating and hating our bodies. But even if diet culture went away tomorrow, we'd still need to heal our experience from it. So let me give you some context. Let me give you some examples. So some examples of diet culture and how it shows up are statements that we might hear every day. Things like, if I was thinner, then I would feel better. I'm so bad for eating blank. If I could only wear blank, maybe when I lose weight, we should really get out for a walk to burn off this meal. Oh, I could never eat like that. Oh, that food has too many calories. That food is fattening. This tastes so good, it feels so sinful. Indulgence without the guilt. 
You know, some of these statements might sound fairly benign to you, and that's because we hear them every single day. They're all grounded in this idea that if you were smaller, if you were thinner, that you would be healthier, more desirable, um, more deserving of a happy life, um, and that that promise of a happy life is always right there waiting for you. If you could just listen to diet culture and be smaller then all would be well. And another reason that we might be thinking about it this way, and the reason I'm talking about it today, is it's fairly radical. You know, when I'm working with clients or I'm working with my community, I might be talking about, hey, what kind of snack sustains you for hours? What kind of meal is balanced Does that exercise bring you pleasure? Does it feel good in your body? Did you know that foods don't inherently have moral value? And for most people, those types of statements feel countercultural. They're really hard to understand. And it's because we've been subjected to these messages for so long, we've been conditioned to believe that not only does thinness and dieting equate health, but that pursuit makes us better than others. And, you know, for the purpose of this podcast, I won't, you know, go down the rabbit hole of socioeconomic status and the enormous privilege that we have in seeking health and expensive supplements and nutrition programs and things like that. But what I can tell you is that this narrative, this diet culture, is what keeps us in that cycle of feeling like we're just right there. If we could lose that five pounds before vacation, we would be happy. If we could just choose the healthiest thing on the menu, then we would be doing right by ourselves. If we could just tone up our arms a little bit, then we could wear that tank top that we wore last summer. It just keeps us right there waiting to be arriving at our best selves. It convinces us to spend our time, our money, our energy chasing these standards of health and beauty that are created by diet culture itself. I want to make an important distinction here. This is not an individual problem. It's not your fault. It's not your mom's fault. It's not your aunt's fault. It's not your sister's fault. It's not your health teacher's fault. It's a systemic problem that all of us can start to call out, recognize, and we'll get to some action statements of some things that you can do. But for now, I want you to place blame where it belongs. You don't feel guilty eating a brownie because you made it up. You heard that message. That message came from diet culture. And so it's one part of our healing with food. Like I said, even if we rejected diet culture and never thought about it starting tomorrow, we would still need to disengage, reframe, and understand nutrition in a new way and work towards in our own version of autonomy with eating. So even if it went away tomorrow, we would still have so much healing to do, which is exactly why I'm going to continue to be here for you. But I really want you to see how much diet culture as a force, as an institution, as a systemic problem is affecting us and how you arrived at feeling guilty with food and eating. So I hope that helps. Diet culture teaches us 
that our self-worth and our abilities are tied to our appearance and positions the program, the food, the exercise as the answer to all of this. It literally takes our insecurities and preys on them, our struggles, and totally takes advantage of us. Our problems makes them a problem. But if you look at your experience with all of this, you can probably look back and see, hey, you know, before I started that diet when I was 15, gosh, I just really wish I hadn't. Because you usually end up feeling worse than when you started, right? Maybe you relate to that. I like to think of diet culture as this big machine and we get dumped into it at a certain age and then we get spit out on the other side, disliking ourselves, feeling guilty about everything we eat. For some of us, binge eating. For other of us, just chastising ourselves so harshly for the smallest of what we perceive to be slip-ups. And so where can you spot diet culture? I gave you some examples of everyday statements, but where does it live? Where do we see it? It lives in nutrition programs, the one that has a before and after, promising certain results. It's taking nutrition away from fueling your body, the pursuit of pleasure, the pursuit of energy, fueling ourselves and turning it into an aesthetically important experience. Um, promising us certain results so that even if you are trying the things and it's not working for you, it's your fault. It's you failed the program, right? In any other industry, most of us would be asking for a refund because it didn't work. But for whatever reason, with diets, we blame ourselves. Diet culture lives in a health program promising you happiness in the tagline. Once you reach your goal weight, you know, it's the girl who's on a first date smiling and laughing and just the frame before she was sitting at home alone, sad. You find diet culture in food labels, in menus. Here's the light option. Here's the good menu. Here's the guilt-free food label. Here's the nutrition plan that offers only clean foods. Here's the light menu. And so it's so baked into all of these layers of everything. And so so what do you do, you know, now that you see it? Now you're going to keep seeing it after you listen to this. You're going to see it everywhere. You're going to see it everywhere. What can you do? Number one, you can call it out. Just being able to spot it and see it is the biggest mind shift you will ever go through in this work. You can Be a role model by continuing to heal yourself. Chances are you're going to be at a table, at a barbecue, sharing a meal, sharing a snack with someone who is still like you. We feel compassion, right? Inundated with diet culture. So the more you can be neutral, the more you cannot put your body down, the more you cannot frankly bond over how bad you feel for eating this thing, you are going to be a role model for someone else. And that is so cool. You can reject diet culture, gently noticing when you think or say things that are purely focused on the pursuit of thinness. You can change your social media feeds. We are all so aware of how much what we see every single day impacts us. If you are constantly looking at people who fit the narrative of the thin ideal, 
you might be unconsciously comparing yourself and you just may never stack up. So when you're looking at your realistic, normal body that is a result of you living your best life, taking good care of yourself, moving your body, the one that has imperfections, the one that has cellulite, the one that has freckles, the one that has acne, you know, anything, the one that is does not look like the fitness model, you're going to be comparing that. So fill your feed with people that support what you need to hear right now as you heal, because out in the world, we're not getting any support. And so the more you can curate it around you, it's amazing. And along those same lines, consider joining a support group or a community. It's literally why I created my online community, Realign Community Membership, because everyone, all of my clients over the years, everybody feels so lonely in this process. Who do I talk to when my mom, my aunt, and my sister are all on the keto diet and I'm over at their house and there's no, you know, no one else is eating any carbohydrate at that meal? How do you deal with that? Because you're trying to overcome something that has been so, so just given to you so much over the years how do you overcome that take some time to really reflect on how diet culture has impacted your relationship with food and yourself chances are you are like most people and I am sending you so much support I will continue to talk about food guilt how to heal from it but we have to put blame where it belongs and today it is on diet culture September 15th through 18th, I will be running a live mini training, walking you through a series of steps and strategies to overcome food guilt. So if you find that you are like, this is making so much sense, I understand this diet culture piece, but what do I do? We'll break down the specific reason you feel guilty with eating so that you can end the week with a strategy, educated, feeling supported, and with an action plan. Oftentimes we can conceptualize this stuff, but how do you challenge it? How do you break it down? How do you locate where it's showing up in your own life? And that is what I plan to help you with the week of September 15th through 18th. Get more information by visiting the link in my bio on Instagram at Align Nutrition. You can sign up, get your workbook, you'll get more emails and information that way. You can also email me directly at support at alignnutrition.com and I will respond to you there. Well, until next time, I will talk to you then. Thanks to you for listening. Find me on Instagram at Align Nutrition. Let me know if you like this or if you have other topics or ideas for the podcast. I love hearing from you. If you've gotten something out of this, help us reach more people who need this message by subscribing in your podcast app. A nice rating and review also helps us reach more people and is so appreciated. I hope you enjoyed this episode and until next time.